Hello, welcome to How to Scale a Business. I'm Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm excited to welcome Anthony Hudson with StreamGo Media. Anthony is CEO, and StreamGo Media is in the streaming business. We're going to learn about how they're working in distribution and production and a lot of behind the scenes with uh, streaming. So, uh, Anthony, thank you so much for joining me, and I'm excited to learn about you and your work. Bridget, nice to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so can you share with us a little bit about yourself and how StreamGo Media got started? Yes, uh, StreamGo Media, seven years ago, seven years old, uh, started off as a uh, digital advertising agency, mostly for websites and uh, uh, ER ads, things like that, and wanted to move into streaming right about the time that I came on. And I was already in the streaming business since really since the beginning when the, the first Roku came out, it was a, a big box with one app and that was Netflix. They had opened up their developer portal for independent, independent developers to start building apps within the platform. I started real early in the beginning of it, so I've been kind of working along the industry. So when we took that, that stream go, it was, it was good positioning for us because yeah, business is, is so new and so wild west that really you don't know what's coming up next and actually it's perfect because i was curious like you know it's it was you're describing as like the wild west is it still like that today because it's still you know newer yeah Yeah. absolutely because the it's changing every day they they haven't quite figured out what the standard is going to be you know broadcast is real worry cable's real worry because you know it goes back to you know, 20 years ago, it was the same thing with the newspaper business, which I was in at that time, too. Um, the internet came along, and it's like, oh, this this internet thing, it's a fad, it'll never, never stick. People will not get their news from a website. I heard this across the country from different uh, editorial boards and things like that, and trying to introduce new technology into an established uh, market always creates a lot of friction. And the same thing's happening with TV right now. Because, you know, for a long time, it's been broadcast television, cable, broadcast television, take cable. And up until the pandemic, really, they were still saying, oh, the streaming thing's a fad. Nobody's going to watch their TV over the Internet and things like that. And the business was already going in that direction. But you take you take the pandemic, you stick everybody in their house for a year or two, it exploded. I mean, it's already, it's, it's probably three years ahead of where it would be right now had the pandemic not happened. Uh, but it's to kind of push that, that ultra fast forward on the whole industry, which was good and bad in a way because the, the industry itself hasn't had time to really catch up with protocols and things like that. Uh, advertising protocols are, are still a huge thing and it's still twisting and turning every day. New things are being introduced. Quite frankly, there, there's no college degree in this. You can't go get a degree in streaming or even really take a class in it. We're, we're making this up as we go along in this industry because there, there is no blueprint for this really because what the, the traditional operations of broadcast does not work in streaming. The traditional uh, operations for cable does not work in streaming. There, there are some similarities here and there, but in overall, two just don't work, you know, as, as crossing over. So, you know, it's, it's an entirely new industry that, that's being built from the ground up in real time in a very public forum because you can turn on any device and see what's happening. But it's, it's if, if you like, if you like the mundane, this is not the business for you. 
Right. Well, I'd love to hear. So in your position as, you know, CEO, what does the day look like working in an industry that is so quickly evolving and you're part of, you know, it sounds like setting up these procedures and standards. Yeah. Well, for us, we we operate on a, a couple different platforms because we develop the software that we use. We we own and operate several streaming services ourselves. And that's all built on technology that we designed and, and built. And then we act as film distributors for studios and independent filmmakers. And we negotiate the deals with the bigger platforms, the Netflixes and Hulus and, and uh, all of those apps. We, we supply uh, content too. So it's uh, working a, a little bit of, of the different areas within the business. And then we do our own productions here. Um, just wrapped up on the uh, we took over the whacked out sports brand it was a uh, uh, still airs on fox it's been airing on fox for 15 years and we're rebooting that we just finished shooting the uh, first season and that'll be uh dropping here in a month or two uh on one of the is that something that you see a lot of what is in your company stream go media is taking over something and kind of getting it ready for like taking over something from television and 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 getting it ready for more streaming applications. Absolutely, uh, there's there's lots of brands out there from the the broadcast world or even social media that they're making the transition into the, the TV, and that's that's kind of where we step in and and we can take a brand and and that it might have been on TV twenty years ago or even five years ago. Uh, a YouTube channel or a social media channel that has content that's long enough to be episodic, but maybe doesn't have all the parts and pieces that it needs to, because there's a, a huge difference on pushing load to YouTube and watching it in two minutes and delivering it for a broadcast type environment. And we, we help uh, creators kind of transition into that, that new realm. So what's, um, what's that experience like taking people who are from that, YouTube creative world and 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 getting their content ready for this type of um, streaming and this 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 type of production. Well, the biggest I guess shockabuku for them is the time it takes because with YouTube you you shoot you upload boom it's there you know with with this there there are the institutions still in place even the streaming services. Are, are still owned and backed by the major studios and and uh, channels and things like that. You know, uh, Disney, Paramount, Peacock, all those guys, you know, it's 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 big studios behind it. And, and the bigger the company you're dealing with, the more, more wheels that are turning. So where they're used to pushing a button and it being live in, in five, 10 minutes, you know, for, for us, for something to go on a tier one platform, it can take six months. Mm, yeah so that's that that's the biggest adjustment but you know streaming advertising pays you know eight to ten times more than what youtube or social media does so it's it's well worth the wait for them but they're they're used to instant and that's that's one of the big uh prizes is it does take a lot of time it's even with uh netflix and things like that there's it's not here let's just hit an upload button and it's on everyone's tv in two minutes there's there's yeah. a process to go through what do you what are your thoughts on that process and how you see technology um you know intertwining with with that process is it always something that will be a six month project or do you see 
Um, do you see that time frame coming down? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? It'll come down over time because there really is no industry standard right now. You have platform A, B, and C, and they all want their files in a different way, different bit rates, different formats, different advertising measures, different different everything. And as it moves forward, you'll you'll start seeing a more unified protocol for delivery and things like that, which will which will streamline it and make it quicker. Very cool. Um, so um, one thing I'm also curious about is what how do you um, get your services in front of um, new clients? Like what has been some really great ways of, of um, promoting StreamGo Media? Well, with, with StreamGo, we're, we're more of a business to business. So we don't have to, we don't have that stress of trying to, you know, advertise to the public that much. Um, but I will say for anybody out there, LinkedIn is one of the greatest tools you'll ever have. Use your LinkedIn, get the pro account, Build your network, start start making connections, and and go to go to industry and trade uh, uh, events. You know, networking is really where is is key for any business. You have to network. If you if you don't, you're somebody out there is, and you're going to get left behind. So make Absolutely. yourself available. Do the networking, and you'll you'll meet some cool people along the way. So. Absolutely. Uh, well, as we're nearing the end, I'd love to hear a little about what your vision is for the future for StreamGo Media. What are you seeing in the next year and beyond? The next year for us is releasing more apps, putting, uh, signing more catalogs. I mean, we're, we've kind of set our lane as far as what we're doing. So we're just going to expand on that around the industry as it evolves. So I'm real curious to see uh, how that forms, especially with even newer technologies coming in, like the metaverse and and some of the things that they're yeah. doing over there, which will tie into what we're doing, especially as, as younger generations are absorbing more content in different ways. I will say there has never been a better time to be a content creator than, than now. I mean, yeah. everybody has access to tools that, you know, even just 10, 15 years ago was just out of reach for most people. You know, a uh, uh, a cell phone camera on a even a, a lower budget uh, phone right now is equal to a fifty or seventy five thousand dollar camera fifteen years ago. Yeah. So you know if, if there is no reason, absolutely none. If you're sitting on your couch right now saying, "I can do that," or "I wish I could do that," or "I want to do that," I can do it. Yeah. There is a home for it somewhere. You know, it's just like every other business. It. it it's a lot of work, you know, there's a lot that goes into it after action and cut, you know, that's just the beginning, you know, the, yeah. the whole other process behind it, be prepared to spend a lot of hours on that. But I, I couldn't be more excited for any content creator out there because the, the world is, is in the palm of your hand. I totally agree with you. And it's something like kind of with what you're saying, you know, the, the power that you have with your phones and what they're able to do. Like, I, I know because I've experienced this myself that sometimes like, well, maybe I need a better camera. I need better lighting. Like, I almost feel like if you're at a starting point, just let all of that go and focus on your like story, your storytelling, mm -hmm. because that's that's so much. That's just such a compelling experience for people when they yeah. experience like a great story that you can you can be fine with you know, if the video, but if you keep just making great stories, 
you're creating more opportunities to up your, you know, your, your tools and whatnot. Um, yeah. And then there's just, there's a lot of hard work, you know, and, um, with, with creating anything, um, but if people have that desire, you know, if there's something like pulling somebody to it, there's, there's so much opportunity out there right now. You can have the best cameras, the best microphones, the best, everything money can buy, but if the story sucks or it's nobody's interested in it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I would actually love to touch a little bit more on what you're talking about with like the metaverse and like, you know, virtual reality, you know, what are your thoughts on that and how that's going to intertwine with like streaming and just content, um, you know, what we'll see in the horizon, like that everyday people probably experience. Uh, That's going to be a little bit longer, longer road, because that's a a very... different kind of technology that especially with the older generations my age and up it's going to take it's going to take a minute for people to get used to you know wearing the helmet yeah. or, or the glasses and, and saying okay we can meet all of our friends here and do all this stuff yeah yeah and all that. but but i've i've done it and i've and i see wow this is a way to kind of experience that uh togetherness that's being lost it right now because one thing i will give broadcast television it did create that community experience by saying okay you have to be in your your living room at nine o'clock on thursday if you want to watch the show and you take shows like mash or or the finale of seinfeld or friends or any of these marquee and pull franchises and you would have you know half the, the, the three quarters of the country all at the same time absorbing this content together and you know that's what gave birth to the water cooler talk of the next day and all that. And with streaming now, there's so many different avenues, devices, panels, themes, um, and and we're seeing people start to segregate themselves off into into lanes that only appeal to maybe their narrative because there's so much content out there. You can do that. Yeah. And what it what it's doing is creating a little bit of of, of divide and and society is losing that basic conversation that you would have saying, Oh, did you see that last night? Oh, yes, I did. You know, but at the same time, we're in a different world than we were 20, 30 years ago. And people don't want to be told in your living room at nine o'clock on Thursday. No, I don't want to be there. I want to watch it at two in the morning on Wednesday. So (laughs) that that on demand, it's, it's definitely got its benefits and it, it definitely is changing society. I do see the metaverse and some of the ways that they're integrating uh, uh, ways to, for multi people to go in and, and do things together, be a, a bridge to kind of bring that back in a new and different way. Yeah. It's going to be so interesting seeing how that evolves. I've had a little, very small amount of experience in VR, but I was like, whoa, like <laughs> you take off the goggles and you're like, I was somewhere else. I, you know? I was. My my son brought home uh, Creed on the on the Oculus, and I put the helmet on, and here I'm standing in the ring, and tens of thousands of people, and then the boxer comes. I'm going, holy crap! I used to play Atari, and this has come so far. I mean, it, it was it was honestly a little overwhelming and yeah. intimidating, yeah. sensory wise. But once I got used to it, it was like, this is yeah. amazing. It really is. It really is. I did this one. Uh, my sister set it up for me, but it was like a boxing thing. And I got yeah. really into it and um, took off the thing. And I was like, I just did a workout, which to me, seeing how you can um, bridge the like, uh, you know, 
being in a different world and like video game, but also having like that exercise side of it. That was really cool. Cause that was a first for me. I'd never really done the like exercise video game kind of a thing. Yeah. But you know, it just makes your wheels spin about like all the, you know, just all the things we're going to see in the future. Um, and it's cool to hear how that will be intersecting with streaming. Um, you'll you'll see movie theaters go into the metaverse, and you'll you'll see people meeting at nine o'clock on Thursday, Allison's to watch it together. But everyone has a front row seat. Yeah, but it can yeah. that can be a slippery slope too. Just don't yeah. live in the metaverse. There is a real right. world out here to enjoy and and yeah. be a part of. And that's what I don't want to see get lost in the transition. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Well, Anthony, um, before we go, I'd love for you to share with people how they can stay connected with you or anything else about StreamGo Media you'd like for people to know. I just streamgomedia.com. You can find me on LinkedIn most of the most of the time. Uh, this is a 24 hour a day, seven day a week business. Uh, my day started today with a, a conference called in New Zealand. So, you know, it's it it's going on all the time. We're, we're not hard to find. Um, and we're, we're always open, you know, stop in and say hello. I love it. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for your time and sharing us about the behind the scenes working in the streaming world and just what you're seeing on the horizon. And, um, it's just been really cool, really interesting and just very much. So appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Awesome.